Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is 12.08. You are listening to the Shaletta Show on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio. Going right to the newsroom to get the latest on what is happening with this snowstorm and the fallout. Steve Simpson is here making his Shaletta Show debut Steve, do we still have a lot of uh, uh, outages? Yeah, Power it's getting, outages. What's going on? Yeah, it's getting better, but there are still uh, fifty thousand, fifty one thousand customers. And oh, when we say gosh. customers, that's that's like a house. So that's household, right? Right. So there could be several people in the house. Um, but that number was like seventy, seventy one thousand earlier. So the number mm-hmm. is coming down. And okay. um, and and again, I think. A couple of things are going to help not only with that, but also on the roads, and that is that uh, it's getting warmer. It's 31 degrees, and Paul Douglas likes to talk about the sun angle, which helps to melt, especially the, the, the snow that's on uh, asphalt. And mm-hmm. so things like I, I notice even downtown here, the roads are, the, the, especially those that have had a pass from some of the plows, uh, you can see the, the, the blacktop underneath. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's melting quickly, so that's... That's the upside to all of this. But, but yeah, I mean, if your power's out, um, and it might be a little while before it comes back on, and that is always such a pain. Yeah, and, you know, it was, it was, uh, I was talking to somebody, and they said, I said, yeah, Steve said the number's coming down. And they said, yeah, it's 50,000, but, you know, it's, it, it doesn't matter. If you one of the ones, all it needs oh, yeah. to be is one because it's you, no, and you totally. don't want to sit in the cold house. Um, so what is preventing, you know, what caused it? Was it down trees, power lines, transformers blue? Yeah, it, it sounds like most of this had to do with the branches that were coming down. You know, the snow was so heavy, as you know. Yeah. It's stuck yeah. on the trees. The trees then bend. Some of them break. They fall down on power lines. The power lines come down. So I think that's really the bulk of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if the winds were strong enough to knock down the poles by themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they certainly yeah. had help from, from the trees. And it looks like that's what happened last night. Um so, again, hopefully they'll be able to get that back up. You know, and, and to your point, you know, with folks who don't have power and they're, they're in their homes, you know, this would be so much worse if it were two degrees outside. You know, yeah. I mean, it's cold enough at 31 if you don't have heat. Right. But, man, I mean, it could be it would be a really dangerous situation if it were, you know, some of those really, really cold days we had in December and January. So at least we don't have that. But again, if it's you that has the inconvenience, it is it is really an inconvenience. And hopefully you'll get it back soon. Well, I'm just glad that the sun is out. Too. Yep. 
Um, and that, you know, that definitely helps. I'm glad you said something about the snow melting in the warm weather because I sent my little dancing 16-year-old outside uh, to shovel. And, of course, uh, he's so busy dancing that um, he left a couple of lines. And so I was like, hey, dude, uh, when I took a break, uh, I said, why is it that there's still, you know, some little ice chunks, some little snow chunks on the driveway? And he said, oh, mom, it's going to melt. You don't have to worry about it because the sun is up. So I did send him back out there to, uh, you know, make that all nice and neat. But since you said it's going to melt. I'll go ahead and let him um, come back in the house and enjoy his next couple of uh, free hours before he clocks in at, at the Big Mac. All right. Well, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so what is going on with the president? He is coming. Since I got a real veteran newsman here, the president is coming to town. He's going to be going to Fridley. What, what is that all about? They're doing a uh, kind of a, a, a national tour. They're hitting a number of states around the country. Uh, mm-hmm. to tout what they say is their uh, economic development plan and, and the jobs that have uh, um, been put together since he came to office. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a who's who in Fridley on Monday at this uh, at the Cummins Power Generation Facility where yes. they're going to begin electrolyzer production which with just a zero emissions brand engine, apparently. So they're going to really? be touting that. So, yeah, a number of uh, folks will be there, obviously, almost all Democrats, including yeah. your friend Dean Phillips. My boo's coming? Yeah, your boo's coming. Oh, wait there. a minute. Okay, so how can a regular person get that? See, oh, I didn't, this, didn't, this didn't impact me. No? That's not okay. going to happen, but it's you are far happen. from regular. <laughs> I would call you irregular. Wait, so, no, so I wouldn't. I have a chance. <laughs> I've been called worse. Irregular is actually probably a compliment. So I, so I do have a chance of getting in the door. So I should, well, I should reach out to, to Dean and see. Okay, got, do you, you got, do you need a plus one? You got contact, so yeah. yeah okay, because because I, I I wasn't interested in going. Then you said Dean Phillips is coming, yeah. so now I feel like I need to be there, get a haircut, get my eyebrows waxed, get my feet done, just in case, you know. I, I know. Stick a toe out. I know so. that's your thing. So. And um, so did you know that I'm thinking about? Moving to Orono, mm-hmm. I I heard that that was a possibility. Yes, because your yes. other boo, hey, Carlos Correa, he moved, is he's moving there apparently. He's moving to Orono. He's got a seven million dollar house. Now listen, Steve, I might have to do a GoFundMe. Um, I might need you to make a couple of donation dollars um, and send them my way because I, I don't know what's what's the what's the housing market like in Orono. I've never been there. That's one city that I've never visited since I moved to Minnesota. But I'm willing to um, you know make the trek and, and find out more about this great town that my new boo will be living in. Do you know anything about Orono? I've, I've been there a couple times. It seems okay. like a very nice community. I, okay. It seems very nice. Now I will say that when I heard that he was buying that house for that much money i was like wow that's a lot i, I just didn't know like i guess the orno that i saw i didn't realize they had a, you went to the money. other orno I went okay to, I okay was, <laughs> i was on the other side of the tracks apparently <laughs> so i didn't but no it's a very nice community sure okay we're okay. not and yeah. we're not talking out of school here this was in the you know, people reported on this this week. So it's yes, not like yes, this is this is national them. news. Yeah. I, I'm still stalking. I mean, you know, well, even I though know. it's public information, I'm That's still, fair. you know, because I have to keep my stalking skills up. So I'll be in the bushes outside the house. Yep. You know, I'll be in the back of the van with snacks, with my binoculars, doing surveillance. So you know, it'll be documented. I'll be online. You'll be able to laugh and watch it on Twitter as it unfolds. But you know, while everybody else will be at Twins opening 
day, I'll be at a move-in day uh, for Carlos Correa in Orono yeah. because, <laughs> you know, that's the locker room I want to be in. You know, right, I, I, I want to hang out there. So I, I am going to make the trip. I do want to lay eyes on the house. All right. I want to see what it looks like. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I just find it so funny that he was so ready to leave and then wind up having to come back. It's like my ex-husband. It's like, where you going? You're going to wind up coming back. Just, you know, <laughs> stay here. Where you going? Why are you leaving? Well, so he thought he was to... going to the Mets. Well, mm. yeah, the Mets. And then it was, I think the, the what, the Giants and, yeah, and just yeah. Didn't... so, you know, he's back and he seems very happy. You know, it, it isn't like, it isn't like he didn't like it here. But it's just, you know, sometimes you have to go out and see what else is out there. And or see what else is not out there. Or not so out there, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So. It's yeah. because of Shalada, let's be honest. Would you tell him? I was waiting for him to say it, and he wouldn't. Okay? Yeah, he would not say it. He, he came he back for me, from. Steve. Fair enough. Again. <laughs> Again, it's my first day on the Shaletta show. I wasn't sure how things rolled here, but now I see. What is it? I thought you wrote the I Work With Shaletta handbook and passed it out it. to Henry and, and Josh and uh, and Jason DeRussia, who apparently didn't read it. Uh, but, you know, that's Jason DeRussia. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to revisit that. There's some new addendums in there, Steve. If you're going to stick around on Saturdays, uh, you're going to have to be familiar with the handbook. I don't want to say this is a one-time only thing, but you know, I will say that I will I will visit occasionally. I'll be happy to do that. But aren't you having a good time? I you am. sure you don't want to go to the boss and say, you know, I just really miss working with Shaletta. I think that Saturday mornings I uh, should be downtown um, and I should be on the show because I'm, I'm just really keeping people informed. We're laughing. Uh, we're having a good time. This is great. I enjoy everything about it, but I work Monday through Friday, you see. <laughs> So we have to figure that out, but we have to otherwise I'd love out. it. Okay. Okay. Well, well, I have enjoyed having you on. I'll check in again with you, uh, Steve Simpson, at the top of the hour. Thank you so much for keeping us updated. And don't go anywhere, you guys, because TPT um, is doing some great work uh, in the community. And I should have known that this amazing lady was behind this project. It's called Hype. It's helping out kids. Robin Hickman, a friend of this show, is coming up to tell us all about it. Don't miss it. It is 1221, and I heard through the grapevine that Robin Hickman and Soul Touch Productions was doing some amazing things over at Twin Cities Public Television. So I had to invite my friend on the show to tell me all about it. It's called Hype. I am Hype. Miss Robin, welcome to the Shaletta Show. Well, good morning. Good morning, my dear friend. How are you? I am excited about what you are doing, and, and you're always doing something amazing. Talk to me about this partnership you have with Twin Cities PBS and your production company, and it's the return of the original program, Don't Believe the Hype. Yes, don't believe the hype. It's a really, really, truly a blessing um, to be able to return. Um, I received a call from the president and CEO of TPT, Sylvia Strobel, um, and we worked together 20-plus years ago at the station, and when she came on board as the leader of the station and asked me to return to um, bring back Don't Believe the Hype, I was just overjoyed, overjoyed. It was a movement that started over 20 years ago, um, with Susan Robeson, who was the granddaughter of, of Paul Robeson, and I came on, great niece of um, 
uh, Gordon Parks, and we worked with the producer, Dan Bergen, who's there doing amazing work still at TPT. Um, if you don't know Dad, check him out. He's just amazing. And But back back in the day, um, uh, launched Don't Believe the Hype uh, with young people, um, a media-making movement that came out of kind of this inspired by hip-hop, hip-hop culture in the name, you know, Public Enemy, Don't Believe the Hype, Chuck D., and it was became the jewel of of the PBS system, you know, um, bringing in young people to take their rightful place behind the camera, in front of the camera, throughout the station. So imagine young people of color walking into a television station and lifting up their voices and their visions, um, taking their rightful place. And in the spirit of Paul Robeson, Gordon Parks, and many other pioneer media makers, so it was a movement back then and. Uh, Sylvia had the vision, you know, it needs to come back. And so I am just so, so fortunate um, to bring it back and, and work with it. In a little while, you'll have a brother Demetrius will be on. Um, he's the program coordinator, and yes. we get to work together as visions of possibilities, as two, um, you know, professionals of color for these young people from throughout the Twin Cities to come into the station as they did 20-plus years ago. Um, to be voices that are much-needed voices. We need to hear the voices of young people now more than ever. Yes. So really blessed, very blessed to be back. And, and you know, the thing is that our young people are up against so much. Um, you know, when Absolutely. we start talking about teen mental health and the school shootings and, um, you know, the lack of opportunities and, you know, they are still reeling from COVID and we just haven't found a way to give them a voice. I am so excited and inspired by Don't Believe the Hype and the opportunities that it's providing for young people. Were you thinking about that when you brought this back and how it is going to be a beacon of light for our youth? Thank you. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I think back when we started, and I have to share this, the, some of the first dollars to support Don't Believe the Hype, Hype and the pilot show came from Jimmy Jam Harris and Terry Lewis of Flight wow. Time. The first guest on the first show was Terry Lewis. We have a picture of him sitting on the set of the original Don't Believe the Hype, you know, because they saw they saw the vision and how important it was. Um, powerful back then. And that hype crew, the hype crew back then traveled different parts of the country. Hype crew in Africa, hype crew in D.C. as guests of Paul Wellsville. I mean, the stories are amazing. But those hype pioneers now return to inspire the hype crew of today, right? Pouring into them, coming to the meetings. Hype crew today has a vision. We call them VOPs, not VIPs a vision of possibility mentors like you the night that you came off the set of Almanac and came into the hype crew meeting yeah, to energize them, right? It is very, very important. You mentioned mental health, the violence in the schools and the communities. Well, those are two subjects that the hype crew, and Demetrius will talk more about it, that the hype crew is tackling now. But those young people sitting and having their weekly meetings, sometimes twice a week, in the boardroom of TPT. So when I people mean, walk past the glass yes. windows and they see these young people of color sitting in there wondering, what are they doing in there? You know, the legislators that are on the Almanac show walk past and say, well, what are they doing in there? They're handling it and they're solving 
issues and they're meeting with community members and they're creating and changing the narratives, right, Mm -hmm. of young people of color. And they're an extension of their peers who too often don't get to have voice in the issues that impact them. And so they are, again, walking with, being mentored. Again, Demetrius will talk more about the professionals who come in and groom them. We just formed a partnership with Twin Cities Black Journalists. So excited who are going to come in and mentor them and and help them prepare to tell their stories as they pick up their cameras and hit the streets. It was really exciting. One day they were watching the vintage. We had, don't believe the hype back in the day, 10 years strong, right? Mm -hmm. Emmy award winning shows. Um, nationally award-winning um, program, right? But they were watching one of the vintage types, and they were watching an On the Street report and on a show called Politics for the People. Who did they see in the On the Street interview? They said, wait a minute, isn't that Mayor Carter? Yes, it was Melvin Carter at the age of 17. I wow. don't believe the hype. Wow. On a show oh called Politics for the People. Wow. Right? Um, uh, Attorney General leaders. Keith Ellison, during, during one of his campaign um, events, he said to me, I heard I heard the hype's coming back. When do I get to be back on? Because he sat on the hype set 20-some year, odd years ago. You know, um, it was a show as it will be again. Now, right now, we're not publicly uh, producing the whole show, but that's coming soon. But they're, pro- they're producing shorter pieces. They're, they're mm-hmm. working with the programming of, of, of TPT. They just did an interview the other night with the vice president of communications at TPT. And I what I had chills listening to the hype crew members just talking about their experience. One young man, Mar- Marquand, talking about before Harp started being able to come into the station, take a tour with a, another hype crew member. A, an, a young Asian-American brother, Mark Kwan is an African-American brother, and having an opportunity to meet Sylvia. And that was a highlight for him because she, he said, I felt her sincerity about the importance of hype at TPT. And he oh felt it was genuine. I just had yeah. chills every time yeah. they spoke. And so, yes, they understand the responsibility that they have and how important it is. But it was about an hour after the young man was um, um, was was killed at, at Harding High School mm-hmm. that I got a text from a high school member that said, you know what, we have to do something about this. We need to be on Almanac. You know, it's like, in due wow. time, you will. Wow. You will. Wow. All so right, y'all got to go wrong, there. Right? Yeah. We have, well, you know, we will, but they, we know that we are preparing them for extraordinary yeah. Yeah, and they're they expecting they have to be it for excellence. Yes, and, and they are expecting, expecting it. it. Yeah, that's the blessed time. Yeah. That's a blessing. Um, and what you are doing, don't believe the hype. Yeah. It's on TP. You got to mm-hmm. make sure you get to that website, check it out, watch these episodes with your family, and support the vision that Robin Hickman Winfield um, and TPT and her production company, Which Soul Touch it? Productions, has. Yes. I tell you, it is amazing. Thank okay, you. so don't go anywhere, guys. Robin, I, you know, usually me and you talk for two uh, hours on the show. But when we come yeah, back, we I'm going to talk to Demetrius <laughs> yes. Trundle, and he is going to talk about. Don't believe the hype and how these young people have been impacted and the vision that you have set forth and how they have lit it on fire. More about 
Don't believe the hype on TPT when we come. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I can talk to my friend Robin Hickman Winfield all day on this show. We can go the whole three hours because she is just filled with amazing stories and information um, that will impact us for decades to come. She has been in this community with Soul Touch Productions, helping so many of our young people um, create opportunities for themselves in the arts. And so she's working on this project. It's a new project, but it's old. Uh, It is making a comeback. It's called Don't Believe the Hype at Twin Cities Public Television. And I am just so excited because I was able to go there one night and they had this group of young people in the room and Terry Gray was there and Robin's husband was there. And, you know, we passed by and I said, well, what what are all these amazing, good looking young black and Latino um, and Hmong and Somali kids doing in this room, in this glass conference room at TPT? And that's when I stopped. And that's when I learned about Don't Believe the Hype. And I said, well, I got to have them on my show. So we talked to Robin in the last segment. And now I want to bring in Demetrius Trundle uh, so he can talk about the outreach program and, you know, what this does for youth of color and how it empowers them uh, through creativity and using media as a vehicle to educate not just them, but other people about them. Demetrius, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. Uh, thank you for having me, Salida. I appreciate it. Now, talk to me about your role with Don't Believe the Hyper TPT. Uh, so, me, I am the uh, educational project specialist at TPT for uh, for Hype. And uh, so, what I do is, you know, most of the you know day to day stuff. Um, make sure all of the students get the things that they need. Make sure they get, you know, transportation to and from. Um, get the paperwork together. Uh, schedule the VOPs, which is our vision of possibility, who are like our role model mentors, folks that mm-hmm. come in and talk to the kids mm-hmm. and, you know, help out with that experience. So this is all that kind of, you know, day-to-day stuff with the students and coordinating between uh, partners inside and outside of the station. 
And, you know, the one thing I love about hype is that for children who are transportation insecure and there are barriers that keep them from being able to be a part of the program. Demetrius, you and your team are really working to erase those barriers so the kids who want to participate actually can. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. You know, so, uh, you hear a lot of people talking about you know being able to take advantage of opportunities and sometimes the that ability to take advantage of an opportunity is a privilege that kids don't have. So yeah. to be able to, you know, alleviate a burden like that is definitely a huge part in making sure that we have uh, equitable access to, to programs like this and opportunities. And, you know, I, it reminded me when I, when I was there that night and I saw you all in the conference room and the kids were enjoying themselves and I got a chance to speak with them briefly before I went on Almanac to do my monologue. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just remember being a young girl growing up in the projects in Houston, and we took a field trip Um, because, you know, field trips are an opportunity to show you what, you know, amazing possibilities are out there in life, you know, for us, because we didn't get as kids an opportunity to go outside of our community. And so when those buses came, because we didn't have cars, um, it took us to the symphony and so many other places. And I remember I got to go to the Children's Theater of Houston. And I sat in that theater with my classmates, and we saw a production. And I remember, you know, afterwards, the the people in the program said, you know, we have uh, classes on weekends. Uh, If you want to get down, we have scholarships available. And, you know, they gave us, you know, some paperwork to take home, Demetrius. And I remember running home to my mama with this paperwork. Mm -hmm. And she looked at it, and she said, how are we supposed to get you here on Saturdays? We don't have a car. And all hope of being a part of what I had just seen, uh, all hope of joining this amazing group of young people who were acting were dashed because I didn't have a car. So, you know, in in talking to uh, the folks like you and Robin who are with Hype, uh, the fact that you schedule transportation and you make sure that, you know, you are in tune with these kids to keep anything that is blocking them from participating. It is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's important. You know, when you say you want to, to reach out to communities and to, you know, be inclusive and have folks come, you have to be able to meet people where they are and to be willing to reach out and you know, do things like that. Now, what is next for Hype? There's some people who are texting me. They're saying, Shaletta, how can I see the shows? Where do I go? Uh, How can Mm -hmm. I participate? Do they need a donation? Do they need volunteers? Folks are excited about the work that you are doing. Because, Demetrius, we hear so many negative stories about our young people, what they don't have, what they aren't doing, um, you know, how they're not participating. And and here we've got an amazing story about a group of young people who want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and using this media and how TPT is, you know, put their resources, you and Robin and so many other people, Terry Gray, together to make sure that they have the tools they need to succeed. Everybody now wants to be a part of this, including me. Tell me first mm-hmm. how we can watch the program. Um, and then also tell me how people can donate, how they can volunteer. What do you need? All right. Well, so a couple of things. Um, as far as where you can see the program at, Right now, we're doing uh, they're, they're working on capstone projects, which will be shorter form uh, media projects, uh, maybe around five ten minutes, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more, depending on uh, their topics that they're working on. 
So those yes. will be on the, uh, the the hype site, which is located on the TPT Learn page at uh, tptlearn.org. Um, we are working on maybe you know doing some longer stuff for our next uh, go round once we have our crew a little bit more built up and you know ready yeah. to go with the bigger productions. So that's you know hopefully it's the long term goal to be able to get there. But yeah. for now we're focusing on you know the shorter form stuff, which will be on tptlearn.org. Okay. All right. Now, do you need volunteers? Do you need donations? You know, Robin talked about Twin Cities Black journalists um, coming in to mentor the kids. What can folks do? Because, you know, everyone who listens to this show knows that we have a call to action. We're not just going to talk about what's going on in the community and then not turn around and do something, whether it is partner, whether it is show up, whether it is volunteer. How can we help? Uh, definitely, we are. We're always looking for folks in the community. We uh, not only do we focus on you know the media making portion, but we also do uh, civic engagement and leadership things like that. So if you are a person that has some of those skills and a background in that kind of area, and you mm-hmm. want to come through and uh, talk with the crew, just, uh, please give me uh, a call at two one six eight four nine one nine two nine, or send me an email at dtrundle. That's d t r u n d l e at tpt and I'll uh, get with some some stuff. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Demetrius, for the work that you do to help these young people and to keep this program going. We need a million more like it. We need a million more like you and Robin and Terry um, and Daniel and all the leadership over at TPT um, who make hype possible. We've been talking to Demetrius courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Now you all do not go anywhere. Um, Everybody wants to know how Mike Lynch is doing. We will talk to him after the break. It is 1249. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. I tell you, the first person that I met at CCO Radio who came up to me and was so kind and so sweet and so loving and said, you are star. You're going to go places. I believe in you. That meant something to me. I mean, it just, it it, it gave me um, the clearance I need, the love I need, the support I needed to feel like I can do it. And, and every time we chatted, this man always gave me positive, complimentary feedback and rubbed my back and, and told me um, how much he appreciated my talent. And, and so I never, ever had to worry about negative emails or notes or nasty phone calls because I always had Mike Lynch. Um, to erase any kind of negative impression that um, I was getting from anybody else about me, about my gift and my talent. So, you know, I call him my work boyfriend because he has always had a special place in my heart for all the love and support that he's always given me from the first day I stepped foot into that radio station. And so, you know, my heart broke, Mike. When I well, saw that the house got damaged this morning oh, in the snowstorm, we're gonna be we're gonna be just fine, Chiletta. Bless your heart for saying those kind words. Now we just have to find somebody, uh, either my brother with a chainsaw or somebody, so we can clear the driveway because right now we can't get our cars out of the garage. But okay. I want to say quickly here: there's a lot of other people with a lot of other bigger problems with this storm. So, but uh, no, I I I knew Chiletta. When I met you, I could tell within five minutes, I said, you're going somewhere. And, you know, I gave you a few constructive tips. We won't go into those now, but I can tell you listened to me. You're doing I did. great. 
I did. I listened to you and Dan. Um, you know, y'all always were like work dads for me and you know, listen to the show and give me feedback. I miss Dan so much, you know, about reintroducing the guest and stop squealing and stop getting so excited and take my time and, you know, so people can understand me. Don't rush my words and just all that love. Well, we don't need to go into all that. All I know is that you've come along. You've come a long way, baby. And that's a a phrase from back in the 60s and 70s. Oh, my gosh. Now, I, I do have to get you to tell me exactly what happened because I was up this morning and I saw that tree branch on the house and I was just so upset by it. And, well, you know, everybody was texting me like, you got to give Mike Lynch on your show. Can he tell us what's going on? You know, people love you. So you got to let everybody know you and Kathy are okay. Well, that's sweet. But, you know, Kathy and I are sitting in our living room right now, my wife, and we're looking out. And the neighbor across the street, he had a couple of branches come down. He had a big one come down and crushed one of his Christmas decorations, which he told me he probably should have taken down earlier. But it's uh, the damage is done. But, no, it, it, it just was such a heavy, wet snow. That combined with the wind. Uh, this happened to our, to our tree overnight. And I'm surprised my wife or I didn't wake up because it must have come down with a pretty good thud. But uh, it was when the the National Weather Service put out that blizzard warning yesterday, yesterday afternoon, they knew what they were doing because it was truly a blizzard. I heard that uh, visibility in the open country was just impossible overnight. And then you throw in darkness with the overnight hours and it makes it even worse. But it's all behind us right now. And now we're trying to achieve some greatness. If we get another, oh, let me open up my files here. If we get another 8.9 inches of snow or thereabouts, we're going to break the season snowfall record of uh, 98.6 inches set in 1983-1984. Okay. I was now, still young at CCO. <laughs> now, this is the question I have. Is there a certain day by which we have to get this 8.9 uh, inches? Is it like we got to get it by May 1st or something? Like after a certain day, is there a cutoff when, when you start saying uh, the season? I think the I think the legal cutoff is June first. I think it okay. is. Okay. But uh, I go by what, I, and I had a lot of fun with this with Lake Great Steve Cannon. The possible snow season. We've seen snow officially in the Twin Cities at the airport as early as September fifteenth and as late as May twenty eighth. So we've got between now and May twenty eighth to pick up <laughs> that uh, eight point six inches of snow. And you know the way it's going, Shaletta. Oh, 8.9 inches is what we need. I think we could get it. And I was and just about at, to ask you. Oh, yeah. Because I'm looking at some records here, and April snowfalls, it mm-hmm. happened. In 2018, we got 26 inches one day, and then 21 inches in 1983. So, uh, you know, we're in the ballpark. So, hey, as we long as we're going to have this much it. snow. Let's make history. Right now, right, it's right. on record. Yeah. That's what I was telling Steve Simpson. He was like, I'm good with coming in third. I'm like, no, sir. I don't want the bronze. I want the gold medal. If we're going to go through all this drama, I really want uh, want to make sure I'm part of history so I can say to my kids, grandkids, and my friends down in Texas, you know, I was a part. I was there for the snowiest. I, I, don't, I mean, I watched my son shovel, but, I, I, you know, I was in it. Yeah, I was there. I 
I just love your enthusiasm. You're so great. This is fun. <laughs> well, and I hope I hope we get it too. You know, that's what most of my people are saying. Yeah, and of course, some people they'd rather not have anymore. But uh, I, I I've been thinking. My wife and I are thinking about putting on our snowshoes later today. You know, we've never done that in April, but we might do it now. Yeah, the kids are just waiting for me to get off the radio at one thirty because you know the Twins game's coming on. Uh, they're playing yeah. Kansas City in Kansas City, so I'm usually on Ooh. until two. But today I get off at one thirty, and so they cannot wait to get outside and play in the snow and enjoy this winter weather, especially with it being so nice and sunny. Now, listen, well, I saw something yeah. for later this week: um, rain and snow. Could them eight inches come this week? Are we looking like I, it could be soon, I, or this is just a little fizzle drizzle? Well, I tell you what, uh, right now it doesn't look like that. But five, six days ago, it didn't look like we were going to get eight and a half inches of snow today. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm retired from the weather forecasting business. But, you know, I still keep an eye on it uh, for a lot of reasons, you know, my astrophotography and everything else. But I think, yeah, there, there's going to be some more snow. I, whether or not we hit the record or not, I can't guarantee that. But, boy, we're going to come awfully close. Well, I'm just so glad that you and Kathy are doing okay. Tell her we love her and everybody is thinking about you all. And um, keep us posted if there's anything that we can do for you guys. Now, you do you have power? Do I have power? Oh, mm-hmm. I always have power when I'm talking to you. <laughs> there no, you go. See, that's, 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 why, that's why he's my work boyfriend. Well, we, no, we've, we've, uh, we've heard about a lot of people we know that have lost power, but no, we haven't. We're fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. All right, well, keep us posted if there's anything we can do. We love you, and thank you so much for checking in and letting us know how you and Kathy are doing. Well, I appreciate it. When you get home with your kids, this is perfect snow for snow forts. Uh, get cardboard oh, okay. boxes, have them fill it up with snow, and, and you make bricks out of that, and then you can build a little snow fort. You know what? Why don't you come on over here with your snowshoes on? And then you and the kids can play outside. They love Uncle Mike. They haven't seen you in a while. This would be some great uncle, niece, and nephew bonding time. And I'll watch from the window and take pictures. You know, that would be my contribution to the afternoon that you can have with the kids. Well, I would I would gladly do that, Shaletta, but my cars are marooned in the garage. I can't get them out. Dang it. <laughs> that a is a perfect excuse. It is no, very long. long walk, well, Baby, you would need way more than the snowshoes to get from your house to Cottage Grove. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Even the Cottage Grove on snowshoes? Yeah, that would be something. That would be another record. We're talking about making the new uh, most snowiest season record. That would be a whole different kind of record. Yeah, Mike Lynch, yeah. thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. We love you, and we appreciate your time. You're a superstar. Thank you. I love you. And you all stick around. We've got 30 more minutes coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Thank <laughs> you.